0: Welcome to the last episode of Season 1 of the Unit Podcast, hosted by me, journalist and proud Unit member, Pitt McCormack. I've been interviewing Unit trainers and a few friends of the studio on everything from nutrition to mobility to mental health, with all the episodes still available on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. So to end the current season, I thought it would be fun to invite Head Trainer of the London Bridge Branch, Gary Williams, back to the podcast. He promised to answer any questions put to him, so I opened the floor to Unit members and staff. As you can imagine, there were quite a few questions about his hair, but I also learned about endurance, what it's like to work in the fitness industry, and how to work out on a hangover. Find out more about Unit at unit.com. That's un1t.com. Okay, Gary. Welcome back to the Unit Podcast. Thank you, I'm a veteran from the very first episode. Um, now, because you are such a veteran, we don't need to do a warm-up round because you already know exactly what Straight you're doing. In, yeah. Um, so what I've done this time is I've asked a few members and trainers for their questions, and they had a lot of questions. There's a lot they want to know about you. <laughs> so I've printed them all off and I put them in a bowl, and we're going to pick them out, take it in turns, pick them out, and this is. The unit member's chance to get to know <laughs> Gary
1: Williams Well they don't already
0: So I'm going to start, I'll pick you're one right, out so. Okay, you ready? Okay, this is from Viv, unit member Viv Do you train when you're on holiday And what type of training should we be doing on holiday So we don't lose our fitness?
1: Um, I always try to train when I am away um, With like Claire as well like, when I normally rope her into doing something um, And it's normally just sort of like Short, sharp, like hit type stuff um so like a Tabata sort of format of bodyweight exercises. We went to a wedding in Ireland uh last year and um I had Claire and my other girls was going to the wedding. We were up like early on the morning of the wedding, uh, i had them out doing um like tabata styles, so twenty seconds on, ten seconds off of from sprints to burpees to push-ups, um, plyo lunges, squat jumps, things like that, yeah. Wow. So would you do that
0: every holiday?
1: Like would, uh, I would you... try and do so I probably wouldn't be I wouldn't be as strict. Obviously, it's holiday. You need time to kind of, like, switch off. But um, I would try and do something, like, most weeks while I was away, yeah.
0: Not every day, necessarily. Okay. Would you ever have a holiday where you wouldn't do anything? Like a real beach relax?
1: I just get bored. It's not in your next Yeah, I can't just like there's only so much time I can just sort of sit around and do nothing, yeah, before you start getting a bit antsy, whether it's um when we we went to Greece on holiday last year, um Joe and I were playing bamble, like have to do something. Um, but we set the rules that whoever messed it up had to do like 20 burpees or something like <laughs> that, so like, yeah, we, we involve it somewhere, yeah.
0: Basically unit on holiday. Yeah,
1: basically. Unit on tour. <laughs> Very good. Okay, up, your turn. All right. Okay, Brunette. Uh Gary, what's the dirtiest cheat meal you've eaten in the last six months? Um, oh, there could be many, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, a lot of times, like, so if we go out, like, on a Saturday night and I'm not working on a Sunday um that Sundays can just turn into like lazy days for us quite easily just absolutely like nothing just in front of the telly like all day um and they'd have been like ordering like burgers or chicken or something like that so um yeah probably after like a party that we went to like probably in the last few months um Sunday I think we had um like Double Byron burgers, like all the time. So yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, and you didn't even. Leave and then mask. probably like there would have been like I'm a real sweet fan, so like probably would have eaten loads of sweets and chocolate. Like I'd just binge all day one day, and then poof, that's it. And
0: then done. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's pretty dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, member London Bridge member Tom Proudlock. What is the most satisfying thing about working at Unit? Um. There's the, there's a number of things really uh,
1: One the, the most the most satisfying thing about working there Is that it doesn't feel like work Yeah so I just get, get to go in Hang out with my mates Hang out with all you guys Shout at you for a number of hours a day um, So that it, it just doesn't really Sort of feel like work um, and, and that's it you, There's very few people out there I think That are lucky enough to earn money And do what they actually like to do So yeah it's Pretty blessing, really. Yeah.
0: Lovely. Yeah. Okay. let's go. Right, back
1: in. Jamie, <laughs> what is your management style? Um, I would say it's pretty laissez-faire, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, as long as everything's, as everything gets done, then I'm, then I'm happy. Um, it's when, if it's those like little things that kind of get missed regularly that people kind of um they really like don't get this so much of the pleasant side of, of me at the studio but um yeah so' sort of pretty laid back i like to very much like to treat people how I like to be treated um I can appreciate that people will like make mistakes at times and that's fine because everyone everyone will do um and it's like you shouldn't really i feel like i shouldn't get on someone's back if they've Just made like a little mistake from there. It's when those things then like happen over and over again, really. But
0: how do you? Because obviously, obviously, you're all friends, and all the trains are really good friends. So it must be quite hard to then switch into manager mode. Yeah,
1: it can be. And as I say, like we we are good friends, and there's very little that we all kind of like fall out over sort of thing. Um, And and everyone's great. He works with you more often than not. Anyway, there's uh, there's never much that uh, that
0: we have to kind of like get too serious about. Really, yeah. What was the dance that you were teaching the staff the other day?
1: Oh, in uh, so we did the um, the cha cha slide plank challenge, right. um, which was actually really difficult uh, but good fun, uh, and it was interesting to see on the videos which of our members uh, had rhythm and and who did not, <laughs> which said our majority.
0: Right, I can imagine. <laughs> um, okay, I want to be managed by you because it looks fun. Um, okay. Uh, Right. Another question from Viv. Um, I could be doing the exact type of training, exact same type of training as someone else, but their endurance is better. What makes one person have better endurance than somebody else?
1: Um, a lot of it is down to your genetics. Um, your like muscle fibres will be different to somebody else's, and somebody, someone's could be more um, kind of genetically inclined to be good at endurance work, and others more kind of fast power. Like if you look at someone like. Um, Mo Farah and and um, Usain Bolt, for example, they're both elite athletes, but they wouldn't be able to compete at each other's sports, and a lot of that is purely down to their genetics. Um, Usain Bolt's never going to go out and run a ten k or half marathon as quick as Mo Farah because his muscle fibers are built for kind of like explosive movements, so that's why he's great at sprinting, and and vice versa, Mo wouldn't be able to run. Uh, 100 meters in, you know, nine seconds or whatever it is, yeah. So a lot of it can come down to genetics, but again, you know, we say if someone's doing exactly the same training, people would think that they could get exactly the same results, but no, it's, a lot of it will come down to just the way that it is, the way that your body is, yeah, the uh-huh. luck of the draw.
0: Uh-huh. Fair enough. So just stick to what you're good at, basically. Yeah. Uh, right. A question from Jamie, Unit COO. No. Uh, another one from Jamie. <laughs> uh, she's got a lot she wants to know. If Tottenham Hotspurs are no longer a team, <laughs> would you still be a football fan, or would you leave the sport entirely?
1: Yeah, I would be. I'm. Um, when I was younger, all I really cared about was 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 Tottenham. Like I was very kind of say so like anti like other football teams sort of thing, but. My, that was like my main, my main sort of focus. And if they lost, like, whoa, I was in such a mood. I had a real strop on for ages. Um, whereas now, I think as I've become a little bit more mature, I've, uh, I've sort of mellowed a little bit more. So I definitely would still be a football fan. Um, I wouldn't be able to just not, but it's, it's not just football. It's the competition
0: that I like. Well, I, th- I was going to say, because I think it comes down to your competitive edge, which I have noticed. Yeah, yeah. Um, where does that come from?
1: Um... I've always done, I've always been involved in sport, and like winning and losing has always been a big thing to me. Um, making sure that I was on the the winning side more often than the losing side. But anything where I can see um, that it's kind of elite, that there's something like kind of like riding on it, um, I'll be interested in. From. You know, like when, when the Olympics just been on, like when would I ever watch skiing or curling or something like that? But you just get kind of drawn into it because it's at that elite level and it's important. Um, I've recently, like, I've dragged Claire into the world of watching darts recently. So, Thursday nights, darts night at our house now, we watch darts on the telly on a Thursday night because it's just competitive.
0: Yeah. I really like how it you get when you're umpiring the drinking games yeah so whether it be like the limbo or the cornflake box game like it's a really yeah. serious business oh it is it of should course be. yeah people gotta stick to them rules yeah very good <laughs> who would you support if you, if Tottenham Hotspur were the team anymore
1: uh Fulham would be my team so I was born in Hammersmith so really like that's that would be like my like that should be really my team but a lot of my family are Tottenham fans so um that's why I've been kind of Built that way, really? Yeah. Okay. Right, your turn. All right. <laughs> Jamie again. What are your basketball ambitions? <laughs> um, well, not so much anymore. Um, I around a, well, probably about a year or so ago. Um, just after actually, I, I broke my hand. I was playing. Uh, I was playing basketball like locally, um, and it, they just we were just a team that were just kind of like thrown thrown together. Um, but we we used to lose every week, and then and um, then yeah, I, I, I injured my hand. I I didn't sort of end up going back and playing since. Um, but I used to I used to actually be quite good. I used I to like play it. for South yeah. West England when I was younger. I can believe it because you're hard. very springy. Yeah. Spring yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I used to I used to be quite good. Even though I've always been short, I used to be quite good. Um, and now my ambitions uh, just come down to beating Dylan at throwing the towels in the uh, in the bin in the studio. As long as I do that, then I'm happy now. That, that's my—that's the level
0: of my ambition now. That's, that's got to be doable. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Unit trainer Haley asks if somebody was to narrate your life, who would you want it to be? Oh, who would I want it to be?
1: Um, David Ambr,a obviously. <laughs> 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 yeah, there's only one choice. Yeah, David Ambr,a for sure. I mean, you're... I think it would make my life sound more interesting than
0: it's actually. Been. Well, yeah, yeah, I was going to say and you are a total animal, so that makes sense. <laughs> right. Your turn.
1: Jamie's again she's stolen this one for her this is one of Rory's one of Rory's questions that she's pinched okay uh, if you could be a Nopoly piece what would you choose and why um, I would choose the I'll go, I'm going to go top hat I'm going to go for the top hat okay. Because uh, I'd like to think that somewhere inside me there's a little bit of class. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I can talk about just for show. And anyway, you know, everyone likes to be a bit showy at the same okay.
0: time. Okay. I feel like that's probably the most revealing question in the whole, uh, the whole, the whole game tonight. <laughs> yeah. um, right. Another one from member Tom Proudlock. Uh, for some people, the thought of working out with other people might be intimidating. How would you persuade them to give it a try? Um, I can
1: understand why people would feel that it is intimidating and really gyms gyms are they kind of always been quite in, intimidating places for people to go. like even for someone like myself who's worked in gyms for a long time like when you go into a new gym and you know even from like we don't know where things are or how that particular machine may work or anything like that it it can be intimidating um but I think at the end of the day, people need to realise why they're going there and remember why, why they walked in the door in the first place. Um, and they've got certain goals and things that they want to achieve. And they're really going there for themselves, not for anybody else. Um, if you're constantly thinking about what other people are thinking or, you know, worrying about those types of things, then it's going to hold you back in lots of other areas. Um, but at the end of the day, people go into the gym... For, for themselves, and and that's that's what they should mm. really
0: think about, yeah. I was a bit intimidated the first time I walked into the studio. It's, uh, yeah. Which is, I find that quite now, hard to believe Yeah, now. you're a, one of the family now. <laughs> now. So, yeah. But, um, <laughs> but the first time I remember, because everybody seemed to know each other, seemed to be this wonderful sort of sense of community, and I mm. felt like I didn't know what I was doing, and I felt new. But it really was so quick that that yeah. was... Over. And I, th- I think
1: that that can be the case for a lot of people. Like, I, I can imagine when you know new members do come in and they're coming into like a one of our busy morning sessions where they're kind of standing to the side whilst the class is going on and there's groups of people that are talking amongst themselves. Almost like that kind of like new kid at school kind of feeling, you know? Um but then very quickly you kind of get people get brought into it. Like I think of like the groups. Like there are some serious friendship groups that are that are at our studio now. And at one point they were the new person coming in, and now they're part of this big community. Um, and yeah, we're, we're a nice bunch. They, yeah, we bring you people are. in. Yeah, we look after people.
0: I think it didn't help that the trainers on my first session were Rob and Rory. Oh yeah, and it was not, yeah. back when Rory was still strict. Yeah, <laughs> Rob of course is very strict. So yeah, was indeed, like, Yeah, well, this is this is going to be tough. <laughs> 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 right. Okay. Next question. Oh no, no it's your turn. It's oh, your turn
1: yeah, from Bev. Uh What type of training should we be doing to increase our stamina so we don't feel like we're dying doing things like when we're doing things like the unit league? I, um, mean, I would love
0: to know how to not die during unit league. I but... mean,
1: no, I don't think there is. A, you, you're going to die during the unit league. There's <laughs> no, there's no two ways about it. It is one of the toughest, um, you know, twelve minutes maximum um, that I think people will will ever t- put themselves through. Um, but at the same time, that's what we're all about at the studio. It is about pushing yourself out, out of your comfort zone and pushing those limits. Um, it depends on what be, what's being classed as kind of stamina, really. A like lot of the work that we do in the studio is intense for that kind of like short period of time. Um, you know, 20, 30, like 40 seconds is like the maximum that you're kind of tending to work to before you have that kind of short rest. But classes like grind are great for helping to build your stamina because there isn't that much kind of like rest in between if you think of stamina of as just being able to work for long periods of time then you know going doing things outside of the gym like some more endurance work of running or swimming or cycling that's going to help but as I say it depends if you're looking just to be able to improve on those things that are in the league, for example, the best way of doing it is to practice the events that are or the exercises that are gonna be in it. Um, and you've got to try to really push your limits when you're in the studio. I know that people work really hard in the studio, like a majority of people do. And that's our job as trainers as well, is to try to kind of push people to that next level out of their comfort zone. Um, But it is just, okay. even for if there's one exercise and you literally think you cannot continue anymore, push for another five seconds, push for another 10 seconds. When Rory or myself or any of the other guys come around and say, increase your RPM, drop your split time down, even if it's just for that brief moment, um, just try to do it by getting out of that comfort zone. That's going to help you to to improve uh, in, in all areas of your fitness, really. Yeah.
0: You make it sound so easy, but when well, you're 36 yeah. seconds into a 40 yeah. second a <laughs> match, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> pretty tricky. Right. Uh, okay. Another question from Hayley. Uh, what do you think you're much better at than you actually are?
1: I, you know, what? I, I think, I, th- I definitely think I'm better at drinking than I actually am. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. I, well, at the start of the night, I think I'm the king of drinking. <laughs> and then quickly I realise that I'm not. Um, uh, I I like to think that the as being quite a good cook, like maybe not maybe as good as like I think at times. Um although you know being on normally tend to be fairly satisfied with the meals that I put out in front of them.
0: I've but seen some of the so pictures so of the yeah, yeah. It Looks amazing. <laughs> looks
1: amazing. <laughs> but no, drinking, definitely. Drinking, yeah. <laughs> I can attest to that.
0: Okay, your turn.
1: Okay. Tom, uh, please can you do an elevator pitch on the benefits of unit over standard gym membership? Um, yeah, easily, really. Um, it just comes down to results, in my opinion. Um, people go to a gym because they want results and I can, I will put my hands up and just say that people will get results if they stick to what we, what we're telling them to. If people come to the sessions that we say as often as we say and take part in the project and stick to the macros that we've calculated for them. It, it, it will work, it's almost guaranteed, um, it, it's not rocket science, um, getting benefits in the gym and you know, hitting, hitting your goals, it's not, it just takes a bit of dedication and hard work, um, and the hard work is obviously done in, in our studio, um, and I'd say yeah, results at the end of the day will, will always be our, our testimony.
0: Very good, that was quite a long elevator so yeah. <laughs> to the I took the stairs I took yeah, the stairs. I'm fine. Okay, uh, question from Viv uh, Snog, marry or push off a cliff um, Unit trainers and all uh, Former guests on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> Rory, Dylan and Rob Ah oh, right, okay
1: So I'm gonna Oh this is tough Right, I, I'll have to I'll have to marry Rob Because he's the sensible one Out of them all, yeah He's going to look after. I feel like he's going to look after me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. I'm going to have to... Uh, I'll have to snog Dylan because he's the cool guy, isn't he? He's yeah. the cool kid. Rory, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't. I don't really mean it, but I'm going to have to avoid you. I feel
0: like Rory's most likely to survive. Being think, yeah, he, he could deal with it,
1: yeah. yeah. And the rejection here, I feel like he's going to deal with it, right? I think Yeah. Are. Okay, <laughs> your turn. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good. <laughs> Um, Jamie, what three words would you choose to describe yourself? Um, I'd have to say dedicated, I will say fun, and I will say outgoing. They're the three. Maybe not in that order, though. Have you always been all three of those things? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like if there's something that I want and um, I I will always be dedicated to to get it, um, for sure. I've always had a sense of humour. I've always liked to buy more than than anything else, definitely. Um, So yeah, I would say that there's, they've always been, yeah. And I've always, I'm not someone who would just kind of like sit there quietly and let things sort of go on i like to think that I kind of like get out there
0: and, and go for it really yeah so yeah okay. those are the three okay uh unit member mark says if you had to define everything that you do at unit in one sentence what would it be this is only one sentence allowed
1: work hard play hard
0: fair enough that was one sentence there very you good go. i'm impressed nice. I, did, I didn't I'm think ready. you managed that <laughs> your turn
1: uh, Viv, how many times a week do you train? Um, like it will vary. Do you know what? I'm probably not as dedicated as you guys think, or as dedicated as some of our, as a majority of our members. Like we in the studio are almost like binge exercises. So the same way we will go, like we'll have periods where we'll go sort of really hard, and we'll be training kind of like every day. Um, there's been weeks where where we've done. Double sessions in days, um, just whether it's from like testing classes and taking part in classes or, or whatever from there, um, and then like we may not do anything for sort of like four or five days. Um, but at the moment, it's been more regular, because of trying to get these miles under yes, the belt for the marathon. old marathon that we got coming up. Yeah,
0: just over a month to go. Yeah,
1: no, no. it's kind of quick, <laughs> isn't
0: it? <laughs> I still feel. Naively, that I think we're going to be fine. Yeah, I, I think I, we I'm,
1: that's what I'm going yeah,
0: You'll I, definitely be fine. If all, all else fails, we've got the unit mentality just to put us up. Yeah, yeah that's that's it. I think that's it. That's,
1: that's what it would come down to. We, we're um, kind of like stubborn enough just to just put our head down <laughs> and just carry on.
0: Yeah, it may not be fun, but we'll do it. Uh, right, a question from Punnett. Uh, what's the worst hangover you've had while teaching a unit class? Whoa. <laughs> how, how did you get through it? Um...
1: So, the worst one has probably got to be um, Halloween Trooper. Friday, right. so it's my, it's my, on my, my birthday's the 30th of October. Um, so, the, and the day before Halloween, um, the Friday night, we, we went out for dinner. Um, myself, Claire, Rory, Nancy, Jamie, Pierre, Matt and Alex. So like all of us got from work and, and our partners. And we went out. We had a nice meal, and then um, polished probably a fair few bottles of wine. And then went back to my flat afterwards, and like continued to drink. And then had to get up and go into work and put makeup on. Kiss. That's when we kissed. And um, yeah, that, that wasn't fun. And Rory was coming in to cover the last shift purely um, because I I had a, a an event I was going to for my birthday weekend, and I just had this. Vision in my head that he's not going to come. There's no like, was in a bad way last night. There's no way he's going to come, and he did. And he came, and I was so pleased because I was, I was. It was like two or three hours of just feeling pretty, pretty dreadful, really. Yeah.
0: Would you recommend not teaching
1: unit on a hangover? I would definitely recommend not teaching on a hangover. Yeah, I mean, you know, we like to go out and have fun like anybody else does. Um, but at the end of the day, like we will never be so bad that we that we can't. Rory exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: have to say, I've never done unit on a hangover, and I don't. Never. No, I don't know if I can. No. I don't know if I can. Well, yeah, I just had people I, I this morning, on a Monday, with a hangover. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that feet. I mean, I like, feel so crazy as it is after yeah. running up a down with the sled. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, your turn.
1: Viv do you notice when people slack on the ex- slack on exercise during the class when your back is turned? Uh, you do you know what? You know people do it, and I I'm the same. Like if so, it's 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 like a little game that they play. You know, like during Trooper, you know that people are gonna drop the dumbbells or go onto the knees for a plank, and you just kind of think like, at least do it when I'm not looking. You know, <laughs> if I'm looking at you, just you got to keep them up there from there. But yeah, people always do. Yeah, and, and yeah, we know this. But that's why something like Trooper is so great because. As soon as you do know this, then boom, everyone gets, uh, everyone gets punished for it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I have to say, I'm guilty of it in zone, particularly when you're the trainer's always walking around the middle, and there's always a bit where you can't yeah, be seen. Yeah, there's always
1: that little time where you can. Yeah, you can get away with it, and that's why that's why I love the body weight zones because. There's no kind of like oh I've got to pick up a different dumbbell or a different plate or something like that. It's just kind of like go go go. You can really push people during it. Yeah,
0: I'm always really conscious of the mirrors on the walls because I'm like maybe they can see in that. But I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, you know so, yeah I
1: mean. we're like during on the weekend. And I was kind of like standing where the dumbbell raise was. It was like behind the pillar, and you kind of like know that people think, like I can't be seen here, but you can <laughs> see the reflection in the mirror all the time. So yeah.
0: <sighs> okay, just right. A few more. Few last the ones to go uh, from Jack. Unit member Jack. How many cans of hairspray do you get through a week? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you might, it's why you might say that. Uh, I went the shopping earlier and she bought me two fresh cans earlier today. And how long That's long not that last? like in a week. That will last for that will last for a while. Yeah, maybe the rest of the month. I reckon. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. There's two product. It's a two product hairstyle.
0: <laughs> Which are two products?
1: So I use a fudge um, like matte. My... Um like clay wax first of all and then the hairspray. Because my hair's really thick, and if I don't put two lots of product on, it just goes everywhere. So
0: yeah. For for listeners that haven't actually met Gary <laughs> I, I would recommend going to his Instagram immediately and having a look at the hair it's spectacular. <laughs> uh, your turn.
1: Tom so like who is your barber? <laughs> very good. <laughs> if we here we go. go. Hey, now the hair the ones uh, So I go to uh Southwick Barbers, which is like just around the corner from the studio. Um, and uh, the guy that I use a guy called Ahmed like he's amazing every time I go in there there's a queue of people just like waiting for him and, and I'm now one of these people I can say I can wait in there for ages because I don't want to use any of the other barbers I exclusively use him How often do you go? Um, probably every three weeks Maybe okay. something like that. Maybe sometimes, um, sometimes I think, do you know, what? I'm going to let my hair grow long. I'm just going to let it go unruly and let it go wild, and then uh, it gets to that stage. I'm like, no, 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 I need to, I need to get it cut.
0: Fine. Oh, well, it's an institution, so you've got to look after <laughs> yeah. it. Um, Haley wants to know what the most useless talent you've got is.
1: My most useless talent, you yeah. um, Oh no! All my, all my talents are useful, really. I don't want to. I'm. I. I don't do any more. Which, I and mean, that's actually quite useful. I used to open, like, bottles with my with my teeth.
0: Oh, yeah, please don't yeah, do Yeah, I know. So, uh,
1: it, was, it was useful, but I wouldn't do it anymore.
0: Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that is very useful. <laughs> but there are other ways to do it without a bottle opener. No, I think you should learn one of those. Yeah, that's rest. it. Yeah. I am not able to do any of the others. Yeah. Your turn,
1: Viv. Uh, do you believe that some people will just never have abs because of their genes? Um, n- no, not really. I mean what I like to say to people is that everyone, everyone has got a six pack. Okay. But some people's have just covered up more than others. Okay. And all, all, um, when I said of having abs is, is that you're, it's just a set of muscles that are, are defined, that they're on show because there's low body fat in the area. Um, and people, depending on their body shapes and types will hold fat in different areas of their body. Um, so again, it, it, a lot of it, do, it does come down to kind of like luck of the jury. It doesn't mean though that because you think that you're not going to be able to do it, that you should just like give up and just be like, oh, well, I'm never going to be able to because my, my genes are saying that, that, that I can't. So, um, I would say that people will have advantages over other people, but it doesn't mean that people will never have abs. Have you always had abs? Um, I've always been just, I've always been thin, so just, I've just never carried much body fat. Like I'm a kind of classic ectomorph. I'm kind of like narrow shoulders, um, like thin, and I will find it hard to put on a lot of muscle, but at the same time. I, I'll be lucky enough never to put on a lot of fat um, whereas other people if you look at someone um, who's like a bit broader in the shoulders they will they may be more inclined to put on muscle but at the same time they're more inclined to put on fat as well so yeah it kind of like way up really yeah but and again that's just something that that you have no you blame your parents for that and they'll blame their parents and <laughs> there's just nothing you can do about it
0: um, okay, back to basketball. Yeah, would you rather play with LeBron James or Kobe Bryant? Says Jamie.
1: Um, probably Kobe Bryant, purely because he was more of like an icon. Like, well, basketball was a sport that I was really involved in when I was a lot when I was younger, and he was kind of more at the pinnacle then. Whereas LeBron James is like a huge megastar of, of now really and it's not like a sport I follow so much like any, any more as as much anymore anyway really yeah. But yeah yeah. I mean I'd not
0: heard of either of them so <laughs> yeah. that's a great answer <laughs> for me your turn
1: Hayley what are your most important rules when going on a date um, well first of all get the hair done <laughs> of yeah, course <laughs> get your hair a done bit fresh yeah, of course yeah um, no I'm like quite like classic. like when Claire and I go out on a date, it, it's normally food-related, so we'll go out, it's, it's sort of dinner, but, you know, go out, wine and dine, have a nice kind of, like, romantic evening out sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah That's would, they would, come out of the rules, really, yeah. Would
0: you pay for a girl on a date?
1: So they would you run. pay
0: for a girl on a date? Um.
1: Yeah, I would offer to, yeah, for sure, yeah, but we, we, it's modern society nowadays, isn't well, it? Well, absolutely. We should, we,
0: should, we should split it. Well, that's why I'm asking you, to yeah. see where you stand on yeah, that. Yeah, I think
1: that... Um, yeah, they're kind of like old oh, romantic and we would probably like offer to start off with. Although Claire's probably going to deny all this stuff actually, <laughs> um, and, and then we'll end up splitting it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Um, okay, so this is another unit member, Jen. Um, can you do classes at unit when you're pregnant? Because she says we've seen women train during various stages of their pregnancy. One woman, did, one woman did cardio, but another was worried about doing it in case of stomach separation.
1: Um, yeah, um, if you go by, if you went back. Um... Like even like ten years or so ago, um, e- exercise and pregnancy was not some not not as common as it is nowadays. Um, like kind of like the evidence now suggests that as long as the woman is feeling healthy, there's nothing really stopping stopping her during during pregnancy. It really just comes down to listening to the body. If something doesn't feel right, don't do it. Like there are certain things that I. Me personally would never suggest that somebody does. You know, obviously when um, a lady gets into kind of like second trimester sort of areas and they are starting to show more, don't go down, do start doing burpees and things like that or anything where you're kind of like lying kind of flat on your front and things. But, you know, there was a lot of evidence used to say that heart rate shouldn't go up above 140 beats a minute. And there are certain things now that won't necessarily be so aligned with that anymore. Um so no there's there's no problem in people Except they just have to listen to the body and obviously speak to us um so we can, you know, advise them on what they can and can't do and just pay a bit more attention to it really. Okay. Great. Um Uh Haley, what weird food combinations do you really enjoy? Um, do you know what I'm a bit like classic really, like some of the stuff that these guys that the other trainers Eat at the studio is just like
0: ridiculous like rory's porridge with eminence yeah
1: but no i can understand that like that's 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 fine like that porridge is supposed to be sweet in in my mind but then jamie will have it with like avocado and rice cakes and porridge i'm just kind what? of like what's going on there yeah um so what weird combination! I don't think. Do you know what? I don't think I like anything that weird. Like I hate peanut butter. Like which is probably all shop pretty poor because everyone seems to love peanut that is butter. A um, I'm a real sort of sweet, sweet themed really. So I like um anything like so. I would like to eat like jelly sweets and chocolate
0: sweets at the
1: same time. That is pretty weird. Yeah, it? but that's just like it's sweets though. It's a classic. I think that's alright. Shove them all in. Yeah, yeah. That's it.
0: This is the last question I've got.
1: Have you got any more? Yeah, i got two more. Okay, will you do one more? All right. Um, Tom, fitness business is highly competitive. What do you think makes units stand out from the crowd? Um, in my opinion, we offer something that no other gym that I've ever come across and know of in London does. Um, I think that we offer, especially with our new um, sort of format, with our new sort of timetable, with... Focus on the four. I sorry, the three four week phases that we run through now. Um People can come into a class and know exactly what weight they lift and do that in a group environment. Like it's unheard of in fitness. Really, people will go in and just have like one choice of weight at many places. Um, but also, we um, the, the the community vibe that we offer. Like lo- lots of other gyms will will have something but I I really do think ours is unique um we really have this like strong community and people not only come in and get results in the studio but they can then they've got a new group of friends they go and hang out with like outside as well and that's kind of invaluable to people now like could you imagine going and working out in a gym by yourself now oh I hate that I wouldn't do anything yeah exactly Yeah. yeah
0: Well, I tried it. I was on holiday in the in the hotel gym, and I couldn't do it. Yeah. You weren't there to shout at me. I couldn't
1: literally couldn't do it. Um, so yeah, that, that's what I think. I think we offer a product that that just is unrivaled in in the industry, really.
0: Yeah. Okay, you do your last one. Then all I'll right,
1: do. you can save one now. Yeah, I've got I've got a good yeah. one to end on. <laughs> Gary. You and the trainers keep yourselves in good shape and they're not afraid of having a drink or two or twelve. Do you manage to stay in great shape all year round or do you yo-yo like the rest of us mere mortals? And that's from Pernet. Um, I i don't yo-yo at all because my weight is just constant, really. Um, it might go up very minimally, um, but it doesn't matter whether I exercise a lot or whether I don't, really. i am say, like people think that that's quite a lucky thing to have, but for someone like me, my my goal is always to try to like to put on weight, um, and for lots of people like ectomorphs like putting on weight is harder than for than other people is losing weight. Um, so yeah, I, I don't I don't yeah yeah no, and yeah we do like a drink or two. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, because I remember when you first did the project when they first introduced it, you mm. really did see some progression though in your. Yeah, so I put I, but, but my,
1: my weight didn't really fluctuate that much. Um, and it, it's really hard for guys um and, and girls to, to put on muscle. Uh, it really is difficult. Um yeah, you'll get differences in, in how you look from there. But I, I was yeah, I was quite like my weight kind of still kinda of like hovered around. I might have put on a kilo or two or something like that, but not not sort of a massive amount, yeah.
0: Okay. So this last question is from unit member and your girlfriend, Claire. Oh, no. Why do you never throw away the used toilet bowl? <laughs>
1: um, I knew that she'd come in with one. Um, I just forget all the time. Like, it's, the, it's just left in the toilet and, oh, she goes mad when it's left in there. <laughs> She really does like come out and throw it at me. do you just but put the new I... one
0: on top of the old one?
1: no, it's, it's just there it's just like left on the it's just left on the side all the time <laughs> or by the sink. It's almost like i've got like I've gone half ass and like moved it slightly, but just not moved it, the extra foot to put it into the bin um so I'm sorry. Um, but I have to clean them up all day at the studio. People leave them everywhere in the bathroom, so I constantly true. look clean and up after people. So I say to her, I, I don't reckon there's a man
0: on this earth that he was more than, uh, than <laughs> me. <laughs> right, well, that ends the Ask Gary Anything episode of the podcast, so I think you did pretty well. Yeah, thank you. Were, yeah, you, it was fun. were you surprised by any of the questions? Um...
1: I thought there might have been more hair-related questions. <laughs> um, no, it was good. It was a nice. It was a nice mix of kind of like serious and, and fun. So yeah, no, it's good. I really?
0: enjoyed it. Well, I think to end season one of the unit podcast, we should do the sweaty high fives that we've been doing throughout the whole season. Um, to congratulate, say something that we love at the moment. I'll, I'll go first to give you time to think of what you're going to give a sweaty high five to, yeah. and I'm going to give it to Unit COO Jamie because. I really love the fact that she has built this community of unit. I think a lot of it comes from her. I mean, it comes from all of you trainers, but I think a lot of it, she drives a lot of it. Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, we, we have to be led by someone. um, And, but at the end of the day, we are all like on board with this together. Like everyone who works there from like from front of house in both studios to trainers, like we're all fully behind like everything that unit's about yeah um and and that's why i think that we it we get on so well as as colleagues but also that like members can see that we're just we're a group of mates that, that work together and something and that helps to make it just a really like easy environment for everyone to be in
0: yeah and i liked it she i, I went to her and said let's do a podcast she said yes and we yeah. just went for it and now yeah. here we are so yeah. sweaty high five to jamie thank you jamie Nice, um, what have I you know
1: what mine. Mine's gonna be not just to Jamie, but to to, to all of us. All of the stuff are. We made a big change um, in January um, to go through these the phases that we're now currently working in, and it was it was a lot of work for a lot of people, and we all. It, like something like this only ever works if everybody is behind it, and we all kind of sing off the same hymn sheet uh, in the studio. We kind of project the same message to the members. And if, if everybody, if only one person wasn't on board with it and didn't I don't know, uh, like some of our classes or agree with what we were doing, then, then it would sink. Um, but everyone just gets really behind it. Everyone puts their input into it um, and it's great. I think that the, the changes that we've made in the studio are really positive um i was sort of like fully on board with with everything and kind of like really trying to drive it as well um and yeah i think it's been a, a great success and i think that at the same time it wouldn't have if, if all our members wouldn't have kind of got behind it as well so so uh, to you guys
0: as well really oh it's lovely <laughs> feel the love in the room well gary thank you so much for being so generous Pleasure. with your, your knowledge opening up and laying yourself there <laughs> and, uh, thank, thank you. you thank you so much Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed season one of the UNIT podcast. Stay tuned for more at a later date. And in the meantime, find out more about UNIT at UNIT.com. That's UN1T.com.